Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome Burger Yippee, would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. What's up? This is Michael Rappaport, and you are now listening to the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. On today's podcast, just because he didn't get convicted doesn't mean he didn't collude. The Mueller Report is in, plus NBA predictions and the fans of Philadelphia. I love the fighting city of Philadelphia, but the fans who boo Santa Claus seem to be very sensitive. Plus, we have some sick Fucks of the week, and we have producer extraordinaire, hip hop producer extraordinaire, Static Selector. He just did a live album with Bun B from UGK, with Method Man, Fat Joe, and so on and so forth. He got a new album coming out called Trill Static. They recorded it live. Fat Joe is on it. Fame from MOP, and so many other people. Static Selector is in the building. All that and more on a big body, brand new I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Miles, let me get something real nice, something real proper. But most importantly, yes, you know what I need. Yeah, I need something real funky. Let's go. All right. All right. Have no fear. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here we have made it Woo! we have made it to another friday another week has passed us by we are in the third week of april 2019 three weeks of april 2019 are gone my name is michael rapport aka the gringo mandingo aka the jake lamada of podcasting aka the white chocolatito aka mr new york aka yeah oh yes mr aka and what a wacky week it has been across the board man oh man oh man i don't even know where to start um the fucking mueller report is out the playoffs are in full swing uh, a lot of hip-hop going on. The NFL schedule has been put out. But let me tell you this first. Uh, I was performing next week in Bellevue, Washington. I was going to Bellevue, Washington to do four shows at the Parlor Live. Okay? The Parlor Live has been in business for 20-plus 
years. The Parlor Live has shut the fuck down. My shows and every other show that was scheduled to take place at the Parlor Live in Bellevue, Washington is no more, no mas. They're done. They are fucking done. Um, I apologize. Obviously, it fucked me up. Um, I had tickets bought myself, plane tickets. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, I know there was a lot of uh, I Am Rapport Stereo podcast fans coming to the shows. I encourage you to insist on a refund. 425-289-7000. 425-289-7000. The email is support at parlor live.com my shows in bellevue washington are fucking canceled because the parlor live after 20 plus years in business has shut the fuck down my apologies i will be rescheduling i'm looking at a club in tacoma which is apparently not that far from bellevue washington and seattle also i don't have the dates yet uh it's been a pain in the ass on my end and i hope it is not too much of a pain in the ass on your end but those shows are canceled i will be coming to san francisco may 18th and may 19th may 18th and may 19th i will be performing two shows saturday may 18th sunday may 19th at Cobb's comedy club there are tickets still available for both of those shows you can get tickets at cobbscomedy.com that's cobbscomedy.com I will also be performing in June in San Diego, June 2nd, okay? I will be performing in San Diego at the American Comedy Company in San Diego. Tickets are available for that show at AmericanComedyCo.com, AmericanComedyCo, just a CEO, AmericanComedyCo.com. June 2nd, I'm coming down to San Diego. There's more shows coming, more comedy coming. I'm doing the damn thing. It sucks about Bellevue, Washington. Uh, but like I said, I will be rescheduling. I can't wait to see who comes out to the San Francisco shows. And I can't wait to see who comes out on June 2nd to the American Comedy Company uh, to see me rock down there in Dago. So let's get into uh, Dick Stain, Donald Trump, and the Mueller report. Uh, as I said a couple of weeks ago, obviously we didn't get this fuck. They didn't get him on collusion. Now, as I said a few weeks ago, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean you didn't collude, you fuck. He obviously colluded. There's enough egregious, weird, lying, uh, guilty behavior uh, that that insinuates that the cocksucker colluded with Russia, but they didn't catch the motherfucker, okay? They didn't fucking catch him. Now, me personally, uh, I have not read the report. I haven't uh, listened to any podcasts about the report. I dipped and dived uh, on the computer and looked at some of it. It's so skewed. It's so, uh, everybody's point of view is all fucked up. I said, Dust yourself off, snowflakes. It's time to move forward and get to fucking. Okay? Dick Stain Donald Trump is out here celebrating like he won something. He's posting memes of himself. We have a president that is posting memes of himself based on Game of Thrones. This is where we're at. Okay? Dust yourselves off. Now, I am insisting, I am thinking about starting uh, some sort of a, uh, what is it, petition to have Dick Stain Donald Trump read all 623 pages out loud, unredacted, unedited to the American people. Okay, because I don't have time. Okay, and I don't think most people have the time or the interest in reading 623 pages pages we're all burnt out anyway on our phones you think if you could scroll through instagram facebook and twitter you really have time to read 623 pages of this crazy convoluted super dense shit no but i want you dick stain donald trump to read it to us the american people all of us i insist i insist and i had a question 
asked me the other day, someone said, why do you go so hard on the president? He is the president of the United States. I don't like him, but why do you go so hard? You curse. You seem so angry with him. You insult him. And I explained it to this person. In fact, it wasn't confrontational. I said, Dick's name Donald Trump. He calls Bernie Sanders crazy Bernie. He calls smoking Joe Biden uh, sleepy Joe Biden. He comes up with nicknames for this one, nicknames for that one. He insults this one. He insults that one. So in my opinion, me insulting him, me coming up with nicknames for him, creative as I am, Dick Stain Donald Trump, Amon Dick Donnie, draft dodging Dick Stain, Amon Dick Donald Trump. That's all three names put together. Rolls off the tongue eloquently. Me doing that, me talking shit right back to him, I am following his lead in a way. Me, the gringo mandingo, I am acting, yes, presidential myself. Okay? He says he's a great leader. I am following his lead. You want to insult everybody that doesn't believe and follow along with what you say, Dick Stain Donald Trump? Well, I will do the same thing. I will follow your lead. Rest assured when this guy leaves one way or another at some point in time, and I don't believe it'll be uh, for another full, what is it, six years, five years, whatever it is, I, I can't see him losing. I really can't see him losing. You probably won't hear me talk politics ever again. It's on record. I'm not a political guy. I don't like this fat, dumpy, diet, coke, drinking motherfucker. He's a bad example of what a president should be. He's the lowest common denominator. So to answer your question, why do you go so hard on the president of the United States? I'm following his lead. It's the Trump way. I give it to him just how he likes to give it out himself. Can he take it? Can he fucking take it? See, that's the thing. Bernie Sanders, he won't get rattled by the lying and the shit talking. Joe Biden uh, will get a little dirty. Uh, Budagag, is that his name? But, 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 I, this, this guy from uh, Gary, Indiana, who I like him. Guy speaks uh, nine languages. He was in the military. He's openly gay. He's from Indiana, and he's openly gay. You know he's been through a lot of shit. He's not going to win. He's not going to win. He, he, he's not going to get dirty enough. He can take... Donald Trump down with his bare hands. This guy was in the military. He's gay from Gary, Indiana. You know, he's been fighting, fist fighting his entire life. But you're not going to be able to fist fight Dick Stain Donald Trump. You got to get in the dirt with this fucking guy. There is no, uh, when they go low, we go higher. I've said it once. I've said it a million times. My final opinion about this Mueller report is I'm not reading this entire fucking thing. I'm not spending my whole weekend reading this fucking thing. Okay? I might listen to a, a podcast where it's, where it's broken down uh, uh, beat by beat, but as of now, I can't do it. Doesn't mean he didn't collude. Doesn't mean he didn't cheat. Just means he didn't get caught. Period. End of sentence. I believe as of now, this seems to be changing uh, uh, often, but as of now, okay, uh, and it, it's going back and forth, a judge has now once again blocked, saying it can't come out. A Florida judge has blocked the naked rub and tug videos of Patriots owner Robert Kraft, and I say good. I say good. I want to tell you, there are tons of sick fucks out there. And I'm just talking about the men. I'm talking about the football fans. I'm talking about the Patriot haters out there that I read, I saw online. Guys, other guys saying they wanted to see this tape. They couldn't wait. They were excited. They were going to laugh. They were going to do this, that, and the other. You said you were going to laugh. I said you were going to jerk off. What kind of sick fuck wants to watch some old piece of shit like Robert Kraft get a hand job, maybe a couple of fingers up his ass? I have no interest in seeing that. I can't stand the Patriots. 
okay? By association, I can't stand Robert Kraft. I know he does a lot of good things. He donates a lot of money. I know he fucks with Trump, but he's a huge philanthropist, okay? And he does a lot of good with all his fortune. I don't want to see him skeeting off, okay, in a day spa. That's not my thing. And I'm here in Philadelphia Eagles fans. I'm here in Pittsburgh Steelers fans. I'm here in Indiana Colts fans. I've even heard some of my own New York Giants fans booing this judge who is blocking this uh, rub and tug tape from being released. What the fuck is wrong with you, Duke? Why do you want to see this old piece of shit in the day spa? We know what he was doing in the day spa. He was doing the exact same thing you and I have also done in similar day spas. Shout out to all the day spas. Okay? Yeah, it was funny. You want to shut down all the day spas? You, you want these places to go extinct? I don't think so. Yes, he fucked up. Yes, he's the Patriots owner. Yes, uh, the Patriots always win. This is a huge loss. Yes, yes, yes. I don't want to see that tape. If that tape is released, I'm not watching it. Why you want to watch that shit, Duke? They just won the Super Bowl. It doesn't take back uh, the fact that they just won the Super Bowl and they've won 11 other Super Bowls in the last 10 years. Ask yourself, why do you want that tape released? I don't want the fucking tape released. I don't want the Orchard Day Spas of the United States to be shut down. You do the math. You do the math, okay? How do you know, Indianapolis Colts fans, how do you know, Baltimore Ravens fans, that you haven't been recorded in the Orchard of Asia Day Spa in your local neighborhood? I go into my day spa right here on Wilshire and I get a back massage, okay? But let's just say this. I've had some other things done in day spas in my life, in my life. And I'm sure you listeners of the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast have also, I'm sure you Baltimore Ravens fans, you Pittsburgh Steelers fans, you Chicago Bears fans, you Cleveland Browns fans, you've all went in there. Maybe you get a manicure, maybe you get a pedicure, maybe you get a back massage, maybe you get a little more. You do the math. I am Rappaport Podcast. Uh, I never thought that hip-hop would take it this far to quote the late, great Christopher Wallace, a.k.a. the notorious B.I.G., a.k.a. Biggie Smalls. Congratulations to Cypress Hill. The great Cypress Hill, the iconic, the one-of-a-kind Cypress Hill got their star on the Walk of Fame. So well-deserved. This group needs no introduction. They don't need me explaining what they've done, their influence, their impact. Um, But I was excited to find out about it. Uh, Unfortunately, I was working today. I was actually invited to speak uh, at the star uh, ceremony. Uh, shout out to my guy Be Real. Shout out to Mugs. Shout out to Bobo. Shout out to Send Dog. Shout out to the entire Cypress Hill. Congratulations! Um, what a big fucking accomplishment. And again, it's one of those I never thought that hip hop would take it this far. Moments they will be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame next. Um, they continue to do the damn thing. I love their record from last year, 2018, Elephants on Acid. It's Just what it sounds like. There's smackers on it, and it sounds like there's some elephants on acid uh, in that record. If you didn't hear the Be Real I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast, you should download it. It's it's excellent. Uh, He breaks down, you know, some of the highs of working with uh, Cypress Hill over the years, breaks down some of their best songs. Uh, only uh, the way he can, and it, I'm really proud of that I Am Rapport Stereo podcast with B-Real, but congratulations to the whole crew, to all of Cypress Hill. They went, from ha- they went from teaching the world how to just kill a man to getting a fucking star on the Walk of Fame. Big, big deal for hip-hop. Another big deal for hip-hop. Uh, Dave East, rapper, big fan of his, New York rapper, New York MC, shit talker, 
Um, he did something that I was going to do, and I said, thank God he did it instead of me, because every time I do it, people get all bent out of shape, okay? I was going to do it. I was going to do it on video. I, I, I was going to do it on the last, I, I think it was two podcasts ago. Uh, I was going to, I was going to talk shit about this song uh, that, that's like a, some sort of some sort of craze. It was put on the country music charts and then it turned to some racial thing because they said it's not country enough. This is all by some publicist. Some music person sought this out good. Sought this out good. A rapper by the name of Little Nas X. Uh, I don't know much about this guy. See, I, I wasn't going to... The reason why I didn't say it is because I've, I've, said, I've said so much. I've, I've shitted on so many different uh, rappers. You know, you can only shit so much. Uh, uh, but a rapper by the name of Little Nas X, which I don't get that name. Is your actual name Nas? And if it is, um, is there any homage to Nas Escobar in your music? Do you have any reference to him? Or are you just biting the name of Nas Escobar, the great Nas? Um, I don't know. That's why I didn't speak on it. Uh, but this song uh, uh, was put on the country charts and then it turned into some like oh fuck country music and blah 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 and then uh miley cyrus's dad what's his name i don't know what his name is whatever the fuck his name is he came on the song and then the song has been a big hit and the song by little nas x old town road is like some sort of corny country rap song and dave east who i think is from east harlem he he came out and said exactly what i wanted to say uh, Miles Jordan playing my man Dave East uh, saying exactly, almost in the same wording that I would have used. He calls Old Town Road whack. Miles Jordan, play the clip from Dave East. Old Town Road shit is fucking whack. I don't know what the fuck is going on with hip hop, with rap, but I ain't no hater, man. Shit is whack with a cape on it. Is super whack. Dave East, I agree. I totally fucking agree. Uh, no questions asked. Um, he said it's whack, it's super whack, and so on and so forth. I couldn't have said it better myself. And I just, I just don't get, like, almost by saying your name is Little Nas X, it's almost like saying your name is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar X or that it's John McEnroe X or that it's, I don't know, fucking, uh, I don't know. Well, let me see. Uh, Riddick, uh, Mike Tyson X. That's who Nas is. He's one of the greatest, if not the greatest rapper of all time. And you come out as Little Nas X and you put out this whack-ass song, uh, Old Town Road. That shit is trash. All right, NBA. So... Yes, the Los Angeles Clippers won a game in Golden State versus the Golden State Warriors. Yes, they came back from 31 points. Yes, I love Patrick Beverly. He will always have a place in my heart. If it is raining, if there is a storm outside and I see Patrick Beverly on the side of the road, I will stop every single day time i see him i respect him i love him he's dirty he's tenacious he calls himself a defensive disruptor i love him but all this mishigash all this nonsense all this over exaggerated drama saying that somehow some way he's slowing kevin durant down it all stopped in game three kd the best player in the NBA, a scoring machine, an old school scoring machine. He makes it look too easy. He went for a cool, breezy 38 points. None of it will be on any highlight films. None of it will be on Instagram. None of it will be on Ball is Life because he makes it look too easy. There's no dunks. There's no killer crossovers. It's just bucket after bucket after bucket after cash money wet bucket now i know a lot of people have bugs up their asses for kevin durant because leaving okc and the way he did it but let me remind you let me remind you when he played for okc 
He was maybe the second option at times. Sometimes he was one. Sometimes he was 1A. But it was always Russell Westbrook. On this team, they play a beautiful system of basketball. When they really, truly need baskets in the biggest of the big games, Kevin Durant has never failed. I was thinking, imagine him on the Knicks next year. Imagine him on a team where the coach says, yo, go nuts. In all his years in the NBA, we've yet to see Kevin Durant have the ball in his hand to just unleash and go crazy. In Oklahoma City, he couldn't do that because Russell controlled the ball. In Golden State, he doesn't need to do that because they play a beautiful system of Golden State Warrior basketball. But imagine if he went to the Brooklyn Nets or the Los Angeles Clippers next year and the coach said, yo, do you, Duke? Just because he left OKC, do not do not let it cloud the gorgeousness of Kevin Durant's offensive weaponry. Is that a word? I don't know. But the Golden State Warriors are now up 2-1. to one. KD went for a cool 38. He barely played in the fourth quarter. He doesn't force shots. He never gets into one-on-one battles. He, he, he never goes on like crazy cold streaks, streaks and just keeps shooting and shooting and shooting. Um, as much as I love the Clippers, as much as I love their president of basketball operations, Lawrence Frank and Doc Rivers and Patrick Beverly and that young talent and Montrez Harrell, they're done. The series is over. They gave them that game. They came back because they, they, they went to sleep and now they are cooking with Bogut and my guy Looney. They are cooking. They are cooking and they're going to continue to cook through this series. Okay, the series that I predicted, I said, watch out. Watch the fuck out. The Denver Nuggets are playing the San Antonio Spurs. It's now 2-1 San Antonio. Denver is lucky it's not 3-0 San Antonio. Uh, There's guys on the San Antonio Spurs that no one has ever heard of, let alone pay attention to. Even DeMar DeRozan, the star, he's the quote-unquote star of the team. No one talked about him this season. He just gets Buckets, he's passing the ball beautifully. And they have a rookie guard who Greg Popovich said, I didn't even know he existed on the planet when they drafted him. This guy named Derek White scored 36 or 38 points. He scored 32 the night before. No one knows him. His game is plain Jane, just like his name, Derek White. What kind of a generic name is that? But he's nasty. The Spurs are a problem. No one wants to play them because they're so well coached and they play such a great system and they figure out ways to fuck with the other team. Denver is lucky they are not down three zip. And then finally, the Brooklyn Nets. Sensitive ass Joel Embiid elbowed my man Jared Allen the other night. He laughed. He thought it was funny. Ben Simmons laughed. He thought it was funny. Ben Simmons, the guy who can't shoot a jump shot, Ben Simmons, the guy who hasn't won anything. He didn't win in college. Uh, He hasn't won anything in the NBA. The only thing that he has won is a car dashing. That is no prize. Do you know how many players in the NBA have won Kardashians slash Jenners? So many. That is nothing to be proud of. Your first two games are nothing to be proud of. They lost game three in Brooklyn. The Brooklyn Nets lost. I was on Undisputed talking a lot of shit. Listen, I am on record. I love the fighting city of Philadelphia. Everything from Bobby Clark to Rocky to Adrian to Paulie to Julius Irving to World Be Free to the sound of Philadelphia to Earl Monroe who's from Philadelphia. I love Philadelphia. But you guys, you fans in Philadelphia, you threw snowballs at Santa Claus. You booed your own team in the first quarter of game one. And now you're mad at me. You won game three. Big fucking deal. The series ain't over, Duke. Yo, Philly, the series is not over. The Broad Street bullies, the Roots, I love it all. Will Smith, the Fresh Prince. 
I love it all. Jazzy Jeff, I love so many things about Philadelphia, but you dish it out, but can you take it? Now I'm the bad guy. Now I am public enemy number one because I want my Brooklyn Nets to win. I don't, I don't do uh, church and state. I want the Brooklyn Nets to win. Brooklyn is a team. It's a new team. They're in Brooklyn, the borough of Brooklyn. If you know anything about New York City, you know how crazy it is that there's a basketball team in Brooklyn. Do you know where they play used to be? A fucking, that whole area was, a, was, was nothing just 20 years ago. It's changed. I'm so, you know, the, the term no blood, no foul, that was created in Brooklyn, not in the Bronx. Not in Manhattan at the West 4th Street, not at Rucker. That was created in Brooklyn. It's an international term in basketball. No blood, no foul. Brooklyn has given so much to the game of basketball, from Bernard King to World Be Free to Dwayne the Pearl Washington to Larry Brown. So many basketball players to Steph Marbury to Lance Stevenson. So many basketball players, Chris Mullen, have come from Brooklyn. I'm never going to root against a basketball team from Brooklyn. I want them to kick the shit out of Philadelphia 76ers. Joel Embiid, you talk all that smack. And then when your own fans boo you, you look like you were in tears. And then you want to elbow my guy, Jared Allen. And you think, I'm not going to say anything. Not on my watch. No, you fuck you. You're seven foot three. You're crying about being booed. Not on my watch. Not on my watch, Ben Simmons. If I was playing against him, I'd be like, yo, shoot the ball. Every time he came up the court, I'd be like, yo, shoot. Shoot, just shoot the fucking ball. I mean, can you shoot? And the Brooklyn crowd, the Brooklyn faithful at Barclays, this series is not over every time Ben Simmons gets the ball, you should be cheering. Candle, candle. Don't only do it for Brooklyn basketball, do it for the late great Biggie Smalls, for Big Daddy Kane, for Jay Z, for Black Moon, for Master Ace, for every single great Brooklyn MC. Who's afraid to be a Crooklyn Dodger? Uh, what happened to rerunning Roger? The series isn't over. The NBA has and always will be fantastic i love the nba playoffs so far it ain't over until the fat lady sings I am podcast. so the nfl schedules have come out uh the nfl schedules have come out for the 2019 season yo it's april uh come may we start doing soft workouts come june uh, we start uh, mentally preparing. July, we're in fantasy football preseason. That's real. And then August, we lock and load mock draft, uh, duress mock draft, so forth and so on. It's too early to talk mock draft, duress mock draft so far. But if you want to just get a sense of the NFL schedule, based on the schedule, based on on the fact that the New England Patriots traded Chris Hogan, based on the fact that the New England Patriots just picked up Demarius Thomas, who's well, well, way past his prime. I will say this, just today, in the third week of April, the New England Patriots are plus 600 to win the Super Bowl with the Kansas City Chiefs also being plus 600. The other favorites are the Saints at plus 1,000 and the Bears plus 1,000 with the Browns and the Packers also uh, a plus 1,200, including the Rams in that. Um, but if you're a Patriot hater like me, and I am a New England Patriot hater, and if Julian Edelman, I know you're listening somewhere, Rabbi Julian Edelman, MVP, um, and I will, I have to come to a game this year in New England and watch the rabbi play up close and in personal. And I'm going to tell you something now, rabbi, rabbi Edelman, MVP, I ain't, I, yo, I need on field passes for the whole game. I'm not fucking around with the stands. I'm not getting jumped in there. Okay, I'm not sitting in no suite. I need like a Julian Edelman uniform and I need them, them laminates. I need like all sorts of laminates if I come 
to the game in New England. I'm not fucking around with, 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 with any of that shit. I don't want to be out there with the Southies and the, this one and the fucking... They know how I feel about the team. I'm, I'm in the open. Now, I'll come see you and support you, Edelman, but I, I'm not saying I'm going to cheer for the New England Patriots as a whole. But if I do come to a game this year, I need all the laminates. Every single kind, ball boy laminates, coaching laminates, friend of a friend, friend of the MVP. I need that MVP laminate. You feel me? I know you're listening, uh, Rabbi uh, Edelman, but the New England Patriots and the Kansas City Chiefs right now are the favorites to win the Super Bowl. Can, 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 Can you imagine if they fucking did it again? Uh, the Steelers are in the middle, the Broncos. Listen, I'm not going to break down the entire league. I, I gave you the, the, the top teams. It's the Colts, Rams, Packers, Browns, Bears, Saints, Chiefs, and then the Patriots. Uh, so many different things will happen. There'll be free agents. There'll be trades. Unfortunately, there'll be injuries. There'll be draft picks. Uh, there'll be highs. There'll be lows. There'll be fantasy football mock drafts, fantasy football duress mock drafts. NFL football doesn't start until September um, but it came out now and it's gonna, yo, it's gonna happen quick. And, and, and you know how we get down at the I Am Rap Poor Stereo podcast when it comes to all things football and fantasy football. It's a, uh, it's a great, great, great time of the year. I Am Rappaport Podcast. So the move to Luminary is real. The 150 t-shirts that we are giving away to the first 150 is real. I talked about this on the last I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast. We are moving to Luminary. April 23rd, it is for free. April 23rd, the first year is $6.99. Conan O'Brien, Trevor Noah, Omari Hardwick, so many murder pod and chill podcasts, so many murder podcasts, crime podcasts, which I love. The Luminary app is available for free download on Tuesday, April 23rd. That includes all Apple and Android phones and computers and tablets. The Luminary app is available April 23rd. Anyone outside of the U.S. can sign up then. Okay, I got a lot of texts and DMs from people in Australia, a couple of people in London. If you're inside the United States, make sure to sign up on or before April 22nd, any time before midnight to get the early bird special of three months free. Okay, sign up before April 22nd to get the three months free. The app is dope. The move is going to be dope. I will not fuck the fans ever. I love doing the podcast. We take so much pride in doing this podcast. The Luminary link is luminary.link slash Rappaport. That's luminary, L-U-M-I-N-A-R-Y dot link slash Rappaport. Now it's time for so many sick fucks. So little time. I'll say it again. So many sick fucks, but so little time. I have been inundated from across the world of course, the sick fuck of the week whisperer Mike Schaefer came in big this week with some beautiful sick fucks. I've gotten um, some requests from some people I've never heard from. We try to keep track of all of the requests for sick fucks of the week. Of course, OG Paul Wall sent in some um, and some newcomers sent in some. Uh, keep sending in all requests for sick fucks of the week. Miles Jordan, please play the sick Fuck of the Week theme song. This is an award that is earned, not given. Earned, not given. It's called the Sick Fuck of the Week. She's really fucking sick, man. She's fucking wacky. Why? Make him stop. You smell like a sick fuck. You look like a sick fuck. That ain't supposed to be on a plane, you sick fuck. What are you doing? Hey, man, leave that chicken alone. Leave the chicken alone. Well, what are you doing to the chicken? That doesn't belong in a chicken. Uh, All right, the uh, sounds you're hearing is the sick fuck of the week theme song. That is the sick fuck of the week theme song. The sick fuck of the week is an award-winning Segment, it goes out to a certain someone with a certain, what did the French say? Oh yeah, 
je ne sais quoi. This is a good one. Uh, I have to give credit where credit is due. This is the sick fuck of the week whisperer. The guy goes deep. My guy, Mike Schaefer, goes deep. Uh, is Florida in the house? Without a doubt. In Panama City, Florida, police officers. An international house of pancakes. Employees in the Florida city of Panama City work together to take care of three children, not one, not two, but three children who were passed out in their vehicle, whose parents were passed out in their vehicle. The parents of three small children were out like fucking, like a sack of potatoes. IHOP employees noticed a toddler with no clothes wandering around their parking lot. They also noticed a van in the parking lot with two adults, two sick fucks, passed out on the inside. Employees were reportedly shocked and unable to wake up the adults. The parents, Jordan Freeman, who's a woman, and Randy McMillan of Ohio, were, of course, what do you think, under the influence of drugs Officers could see the drugs inside the van and so forth and so on. The kids have been rescued. The kids have been obviously taken away from these sick fucking parents. Uh, uh, and the kids are fine. The kids are safe. And uh, as of this Iron Rapport Stereo podcast, fortunately, and I don't make light of anything with kids, the kids were photographed with their clothes back on. Thank God. Lock these sick fucks up. See, this is terrible. You got sick fucking parents who are whacked out of their tree on drugs. The kids probably love their parents, even though they're sick fucks. They don't know any better. Do you take the kids away from the sick fucking parents? I don't know. Um, I hope you guys are watching this uh, um, Hulu show that me and the young shooter talked about the other day, The Act. Man, that show really... Talk about sick fucks. Talk about, like, I mean, the documentary, uh, Mommy uh, uh, Dead and Dearest was crazy and then they do the show with Patricia Arquette, Chloe Sevigny and this this young actress uh who's playing Gypsy Rose I can't remember her name right now she's great uh but I I I have to suggest again watch the act if you have Hulu um uh cuz it's way out there but you should definitely watch the documentary it's on YouTube it's on HBO it's called Mommy Dead and Dearest it really encompasses all things about a sick fuck moving on uh, a crowd, a stand-up comedy crowd of a bunch of sick fucks in London, you sick fucks. I heard of this guy. I've never seen him perform. He's a uh, old-school veteran British stand-up comedian, Ian Cognito. That's his name, Ian Cognito. Um, last week, he was performing in a small club in England. He dropped dead on stage he dropped dead on stage nobody in the club did anything for about five minutes the audience thought it was part of his act and they continued to laugh then they realized no this guy isn't playing around he is in bad shape the poor guy died while he was doing stand-up comedy if a comedian faints if a comedian drops on stage and they don't get up within 30 seconds, uh, it ain't a bit. It ain't a bit. Call for help, okay? These sick fucking people sat there for five minutes before anybody really thought something bad was going on. That is not commitment. That is called a comedian dying on stage. Scary shit. A California mom who had sex with both not one, but two. She had sex with both of her teenage daughter's boyfriends. After giving them alcohol and cigars, will avoid a jail term. 41-year-old Coral Light seduced both boys age 14 and 15 in the fall of 2017. She had sex with both. Yo, this lady, talk about a mother Fucker. I mean, this is truly a motherfucker. She was initially charged with 21 felony sex counts. 
She was going to go to jail. Somehow, some way, this woman didn't go to jail. How do you look your mother in the face knowing that she fucked your boyfriend and your sister's boyfriend who are 14 and 15 years old? And this woman is not a bad-looking woman. I mean, she's not, uh, you know, uh, Charlize Theron in her prime, but she's kind of like an okay-looking woman. Why? It's one, it's one thing to do it to one of your daughters, but to do it to both of your daughters, both of your kids, that's just, that's just not normal. That's just not right. That is the essence of all things sick fuck. Moving on. Back to Florida. In Fisher Field, Florida, at a Little League Baseball Stadium for some reason. It's got to be the bath salts. People only do this if they are on bath salts, acid, I don't know, uh, that th those woos. At 4 a.m. in the morning, a guy broke in, climbed the fence of a Little League Baseball Field, took off all his clothes, the only thing he was wearing was a baseball cap. He broke into the concession stand, took food out, uh, took cash out, caused $5,000 in damage. He did it all while he was butt ass naked. Luckily, this happened at 4 a.m., so none of the kids had to be subjected to seeing this sick fuck stealing hot dogs, stealing popcorn, and running around the field butt ass Naked, lock them up. I told you, so many sick fucks, so little time. I mean, I, I have them for days here. I, I, I literally have so many, so many uh, that I, I don't know. I definitely won't be able to get to all of them. I don't want to make anybody sick uh, uh, having to listen to this. Uh, this happened in Kentucky. Shout out to my man, Rex Chapman. If you don't follow my man, Rex Chapman, on uh, Twitter, uh, he's a great follow. He has a series called Block or Charge. Uh, he's a friend of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. He is the original flying unicorn of Kentucky. Uh, a school teacher, 32-year-old school teacher named Brooke Ellen, who does not look like your conventional sick fuck of the week, was arrested this week after she admitted to authorities that she drank not one, not two, not three, but four vodka shots around 11 a.m. while she was teaching at Royal Spring Middle School in Georgetown, Kentucky. Imagine, you, she's teaching 11 to 13-year-olds. She had four shots of vodka at 11 a.m. Uh, we need to send this woman to a rehab. This is a, a sick fuck. Uh, stay away from my kid, lady. And of, of course, we have to fire you. Um, and uh, congratulations, uh, Miss Ellen West. I don't know if they, they probably call her Miss West. Uh, you just made it to the I Am Rapport Sick Fuck of the Week list. Congratulations. Um, this happened this week in Money Making Manhattan at a Midtown Hotel. A 60-year-old John, that is a guy who hired a prostitute, not a guy like Robert Kraft who went to the rub and tug to uh, do his business in private. This guy hired a prostitute. Uh, these things should not happen. Uh, and uh, the prostitute and, uh, and the gentleman, they did what they did. Uh, then the uh, 60-year-old man fell asleep. And then the prostitute, uh, who's obviously, listen, don't get it twisted. Some of these women are gorgeous. I, I, I've seen some prostitutes. They look like they should be in Victoria's Secret catalogs. But they're not. They're prostitutes. Um, this woman, who uh, allegedly has a tattoo that says truth, on her neck, she took advantage of this trick, the 60-year-old trick, and stole his money, his cell phone, and $2,000 in cash, including, including she also stole his Rolex watch. Be careful, guys out there fucking with these prostitutes. Adis hoes ain't loyal. I'll say it again. Adis hoes ain't loyal. They are Pros, this guy got caught at the Maxwell Hotel on 50th and Lexington. I know it well. I've never stayed there, but I drive past it all the time. Watch out. Watch out. This is why you're better off going to the rub and tug. Be careful out there, guys. Be careful. In New York City, former NYPD 
detective. Now, that doesn't always mean men. This is a woman. This is a former New York City Police Department detective. Has been arrested again and accused of stalking her ex-lover. These are two women. Okay, women get wacky just like men get wacky. Okay, not only was she stalking her ex-lover, but she filled up a jar of urine, obviously probably her own urine, and poured it on her ex-lover's door. You sick fuck you. Former police officer Lori Campbell has been arrested and so forth and so on. There's been orders of protections and so forth and so on. She's not checking for you. She's moved on. Now you need to move on before you wind up in Rikers Island. Don't embarrass yourself. Don't embarrass the New York Police Department any further. Get a hold of yourself. So many sick fucks, so little time. Two former California deputies have been accused of ordering inmates to fling feces and urine crappuccinos. That's what they called them. They ordered inmates in prison to basically get into food fights with uh, uh, bottles containing shit and urine. How wacky, how nuts do you have to be? Justin Lind of Tracy, California and Eric McDormand of Concord, California were taken by a judge this week to stand trial for incidents that have said to take in place under their watch at the Santa Rita Jail. If they did this, they probably did worse. If they did this, they probably did more. Yo, if you see these two guys, yo, you you guys better get down with that Aryan nation because you're going to have problems in prison. I mean, yo, this is that's disgusting, man. They called them crap achinos. They would make them fight and throw shit and piss cocktails at each other. I've had enough. I've had enough. That's so many sick fucks, so little time. You can only endure so many in one I Am Rapport Stereo podcast episode. All right. Static Selecta on the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. Um, listen, we, we don't see eye to eye, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stay off sports. You're from Boston. I don't hold that against you. I never have. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm not. We'll, we'll just stay off that. We'll stay off that, and we'll, we'll keep things positive uh, because I, I'm very excited about this project. I mean, you've done so much stuff, and for some of the fans who, uh, um, my fans who of have heard your music but don't know your name. I mean, this dude has worked with you when you could say worked with almost everybody. He's literally worked with almost everybody. Everybody from Prodigy to Action Bronson to Sean Price to I mean It's crazy, man, cuz last night I I wiped two people off my off my bucket list last night. Who was you it? You know, there was a short list of people I haven't worked with. And last night I got to work with Fat Joe and Method Man who I've known for years and years and never got to do a song with them. Last night, we knocked them out live, and the people got to see it. Like, it's real special, but like you were saying, man, I work with, you know, Eminem, Nas, so many people. There's a lot of people on the list. Tons of people. So, so I mean, I can't do the life and times of Static Selecta. I want to say that for another pocket, just all <laughs> the stuff. But but tell me about the, the, the Trill Static Project, um, what it was, and how it was recorded, and and you know it, you're, you're you're still wet, you're still fresh. Uh, it, it hasn't even come out yet. It drops um, April twentieth, four twenty. Uh, the name of the record is Trill Static. I'm personally so excited about it. So can you break down how it came about? Um, and you recorded it live. Why did you do it? What happened? And what is your takeaway? Like it's not even twenty four hours since you started rocking. Yeah, man. Um... Basically, back in 2011, I had this idea. I was like, we should do a whole album or EP live on Ustream. So I ended up doing one with Freeway and one with Freddie Gibbs, and they were both huge successes. But, you know, like I said, it was 2011, so the technology was different. Um, you know, it was just, it was more of an experiment. This time, you know, fast forward eight years, I'm signed to Rock Nation, and we got a good team, and my show-off team got put together. So basically, one called me, and he was like, I'm coming to New York, and I want you to do three records for my album. And I was like, Doug, come on, man. Anything you ever need. Me and Bun have done so much. I was like, anything you ever need, I got you. And I sat there and thought about it for two minutes when he got off the call. And I was like, 
why haven't me and Bun done an album? So I was like, you know what? I called them back. I was like, bro, let's do a live album. I'll get title involved. I'll get, you know, my whole team's been waiting for something like this to do. And he was like, okay. He was just like, it was that easy. You know, less than a month later, we made it happen, man. We invited a lot of guests. And then when something like the Fat Joe thing happens, we didn't even invite him. Fat Joe was watching live and was like, nah, like, I want to be part of this. And came through and killed it. And he picked one of the Grammy's beats on the album, too. And, like, it just shows you, like, some of these... Some of these guys are just so hip-hop, man. And Fato, obviously, he's a different kind of guy, man. He, he just really, he loves the shit so much. So it's, it's a Bun B and Static Selector record, um, and, and you guys named the record Trill Static, right? Yeah, man. All right, so who else came through? And how do you record a record live? Like, how do you, how do you do that shit? Because I don't understand how rappers, like I've tried to rap in my life. Uh, I can't, I can't get out of line one. I don't understand how you guys do that, how you could create so fast. How long did the whole thing take? Well, I would say 11 hours, but it's crazy. Cause when we first started, the first song was like maybe the slowest. Cause the two dudes on the song were still writing their verse. And Bun wanted to start with like some Houston homies that flew up uh, propane and, um, Killer Kyle Young, they both flew up just for that. So Bun had them set it off. Even though it's not the first song on the album, he just wanted, you know, he wanted to make sure he put it on for Houston. So like that took a little while, and I was like, well, yo, not every song can take this long. Like if we're gonna make need our quota, we were trying to do ten joints, you know. They did their thing, and then Bun, Bun, yo, this guy was writing for every rapper that came through. Bun was writing a different song while they were recording a song without even hearing the beats. He was writing other beats that were in his head. So at one point, he had eight verses that he had just wrote ready to rock. So oh, as shit. soon as the guest was done, he would just go in and uh, lay the, the, the eight verses in a row. Like I'm talking about like four minutes. And and who else was like, I mean, you've worked with so many people and, and I know you're coming to LA. I want to do a, a static uh, selector uh, alchemist podcast, which would be fucking dope in person. Yeah. But like last night What's specifically on? on the, on the uh, trill static, like how, what was method man's process? Yo, want to hear something funny, man? Method Man showed up a day early. He showed up on Tuesday night. And he was like, oh, I'm here for the thing. And he was like, oh, it's tomorrow? He came a day early. So when that happened, in the back of my head, I was like, oh, that's funny. But I hope he really comes tomorrow. Mm-hmm. He was he was on point. He spit me the verse like on Tuesday. He's like, yo, I've been writing to it. And he spit me into the first four bars. And I was like, oh, man. He sets it off. He sets it off on some Primo and Guru. It's crazy, man. Like, Method Man is so, like, he's another guy, like I was talking about Fat Joe. Method Man's another guy that he don't, he doesn't have to be this hip-hop, bro. The dude's a superstar. He does TV shows every day. The guy's really, like, a busy dude, and he just makes time for this because he loves it so much. And Con- who came through? Conway came through? Conway the Machine, who I just had... No, no, no. Um, Westside Gun. Westside, Westside Gun, Gun came, came through. through. So w- what do you think of that whole click with Conway, Westside Gun, and Benny the Butcher, like, yeah, I was the first one working with them. Like when when they first put out music on a on a skit on a you know when it, when I heard it, I had them come to Shade Forty Five. They had never been on there. I had them on. Then you know we went to the studio, knocked out joints, and now look, they're signed to Shady Records and doing ciphers with Eminem and all that. It's crazy. But I've I've been watching that the whole time, and it's so homegrown. Like they really they do all it, they do so much about on their own and in their team, and they kill it. And so, all right, so who's on the record and when is it going to drop? And I'm going to keep it short with you because I want to do a full face-to-face uh, yeah, yeah, with no, you and Alchemist. Cool. So when is the record dropping? Tell me the name of it and who who is wound up being on the record. It comes out at midnight Friday night, which is, you know, 420 when the clock hits 12. Um, exclusively on Tidal, but it, it will be everywhere one week later. So basically Tidal has it for a week. Um, it features Metamen, Smoke Dizza, Fat Joe, Meech from Flapper Zombies, CJ Fly, Grass, Terminology, Westside Gun, um, Talib Kweli, Big Crit. Shit. Um, Fame from MOP. Uncle Murder. Fame from MOP, Uncle Murder, YSP. I think I'm still forgetting. My man Holly Supreme's on three joints. He's a real dope talent. He's a singer, but he does all kinds of different styles. And will the video of you guys making the record, will it live anywhere else besides title? Well, right now it's, uh, I think it's unlisted on YouTube right now because we're doing an edit, basically cutting down. We're cutting out like the filler area where someone was like, you know, say someone was taking too long to write a verse. Right. Which didn't really happen that much because my man D-Story was hosting. So he would go and like interview the artists in the other room. 
Um, so basically, we're going to put out like a version that's like an hour and a half long, maybe two hours. I don't know if an hour and a half is even capable because there's so much stuff. Um, it'll be two or three hours, and it will be like all the, the highlights and the stuff you know nobody wants to miss. All right, listen, I can't wait to hear the record. I heard little snippets. I can't wait to hear the record. Uh, Trill Static, and then I'm going to hold you to it. Make sure you hit me when you get to L.A. I want to fucking do... Bro, one million, one million percent we're getting up this week, bro. I'm, I'm landing Sunday night. And uh, I'm, I'm ready to work out there. Me and Alchemist going to cook up. And hopefully you, you, your Celtics won't be eliminated from the NBA playoffs by then. I, I'm not going to get into it, though. I'm not going to get into that shit <laughs> right now. Like, I'm just saying anything could happen. I'm just saying. By the time you get to LA, things could happen. change. You're right, but you, I know what, you know one thing. And never sleep on Boston because sports? Come on, man. Um. All right, yo. Trill, Static's dropping 420. I can't wait to hear it. Static Selector, my fucking man. I'll see you in L.A. face-to-face. We do the full Static. Mike, you're appreciated, man. I know you, you you deal with a lot of drama online and all that, but hip-hop really fucks with you, bro. You've always been a great, uh, you know, you like the poster, the poster white guy for hip-hop heads, <laughs> and you always hold it down, man. I love it. I'll talk to you soon, my man. My man, peace, bro. All right, I want to thank my man Static Selector. Hopefully, we're going to get this podcast done with Static and the Alchemist in Los Angeles. You know where to find me. It's the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Miles Jordan, take me out of here with something real nice. Yes, something real proper. Okay. But most importantly, yes, yes, yes. I need something real funky. Let's go.